What is up, girlfriend? Welcome to the Confident Like a Mother podcast, where we are all about creating big, beautiful, amazing lives and exploring our identities beyond being a mom. This is your host, Caitlin Norwood. I'm a life coach and a therapist, and I help other women create lives that they're obsessed with. One of my favorite things is watching other women win, including you. This is your invite to come with. Come on, let's go. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to this week's episode of Confident Like a Mother. This is your host, Caitlin, and I am really freaking excited that you're here. It's like, I can't believe we're approaching the end of November and into December when this drops. It's going to be almost December. It's so freaking wild. The holidays are coming up so fast and so furious, and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. I know how I want my holidays to go, and I want the same for you. I want you to have the best, most enjoyable holiday season ever. And I want you to choose to feel excited about the holidays approaching. I want you to feel this sense of peace and calmness and fun. And I want you to be embracing this holiday season. And I know a lot of us moms are like, Oh my gosh, just I love the holidays. It's so fun, especially for our kids. It's so fun, but it's so exhausting. It's so overwhelming. We're the ones doing all the things. We have to create all the magic, right? There's this certain narrative that I used to buy into when it came to Christmas and the holidays. And I know where it came from. I know how my mom was in the holidays and she did too much. Like she did way above and beyond. And I, I truly miss that. And I'm taking some of her magic and I will always have her magic, but I... I'm choosing to just do things my way and creating a holiday this season that I'm really freaking thrilled about and I'm looking forward to is totally my mission, totally my goal. And that's exactly what I'm going to be sharing on this podcast. And like the little trick or the little secret that I'm going to be sharing is so, so good. It's so important for us to like really get behind this notion. But before I get into like what that trick is or what that's not a, not a secret, I hate to say, even say that we don't do secrets, but I guess what I want to say is the one trick or the one thing that I'm going to be teaching you or the one idea that I'm going to be teaching you in today's podcast episode is definitely something I want you to like turn everything off for a second and really just tune into what I'm going to say. It's going to be a quick little episode, but it's truly going to be a game changer for you. And I want you here for it, like 100% all your attention for it. But first I wanted to share something and I wanted to invite you to this four week workshop series. You deserve magic. It ran so successfully last year that I'm like, I have to do that again, even if it just helps five women think differently about Christmas and or the holidays and feel differently like I did last year for my clients in the workshop. I'm so excited to offer it again. So it's four different workshops live so you can join them live or you can catch the recording and the topics are really fucking good. So I have holidays, but make it fun. So this is rethinking about how you're spending your time to actually create what you want. Doing it all is week three, which is being able to, I'm going to teach you some strategies, how to manage your holiday stress and overwhelm. Week two is setting boundaries, which is a hot, hot topic, especially around being around family members or having some family conflicts. So it's learning how to navigate complicated family dynamics with support. And week one or the first week, we're going to get started off with choosing how your magic is going to be. So how do you get to choose your magic and um, to creating a holiday season that you really get to enjoy? So I'm really freaking excited about this. I got the absolute most like heartfelt, kind, loving messages from a woman that was in this group last year and how the impact it had on her holidays like truly changed it. And I was like, I have to do this again. And it's something that I'm really, really excited about. And 
as moms, we know that it could go one of two ways. It could be like stress, hustle, bustle, overwhelm, or you can choose to do it differently and create it exactly how you want to create it. I want to really emphasize and underline here that the holidays don't have to be super stressful. They don't have to be super overwhelming. You don't have to dread them. They could actually be something completely different. And maybe this is the first year that you're like, oh shit, maybe maybe you're right, Caitlin. Maybe I don't have to be like bending over backwards and destroying all my boundaries and spending all of my money and like feeling just so overwhelmed and razzle-dazzled and just like carrying all the burdens that sometimes the holidays come along with. And I want to offer this now because you deserve this for yourself. And I titled this, You Deserve Magic, because I truly believe that you do. And this isn't something that should be saved for, you know, after New Year's or when the new year starts or on Black Friday only or a deal for Cyber Monday. Like you deserve to work on yourself and you deserve to get the support right now. Not next week, not next month, not in the new year. Like you deserve to have this for yourself right now. And it's at a price point that I feel like is super accessible for all people listening. And I'm really, really just excited to connect with new moms and be in this group with you because I got a lot of stuff that I want to share. So if you are new here and you haven't listened to Confident Like a Mother, if you are just kind of newer to the community, I'm a licensed therapist. I'm also a life coach and this is my jam. This is what I love doing. But if you've been a longtime listener and wondered what it would be like to work together, I want you to get into this group. The You Deserve Magic series is our link to join in the show notes below. Or if you have any questions about how it all works or if you think you're going to like miss a live training everything is recorded and attached in the portal so even if you join after November 30th you will get access to everything from the very very beginning and your coaching and the unlimited coaching within the community can start at any point that you join so it's never too late to join and I can't wait to see you in there and if you have any questions again always feel free to shoot me a dm on instagram or if you have my cell phone or email reach out to me however so let's chitty chat about the holidays and what you're creating. And again, for you listening, I want you to create or to envision the holidays of your dream, like your absolute dreams. Like what would that look like? What would that feel like? What is the amount of money that you would be spending? What is the amount of time that you would be spending with family or by yourself or doing things that you love or the things that you like know that you have to do? What would that look like really specifically down to the T? And again, this is something that we're going to be elaborating on within the series. But even if you're not joining, you're going to get so much out of today's podcast episode. So again, I want you to visualize what that's going to look like for you. What does your perfect holiday season look like? And then I want you to like come back to earth and be like where you are right now, be where your feet are. And then I want you to think about like, where you are now and I want you to think about what identities are you tethered to or are you tied to or are you anchored in right now are you thinking like oh my god the holidays are here my kids are stressing me out they're asking me for like a bunch of things we have some financial limits or like I can't believe that so-and-so didn't invite me to the cookie swap this year or I wish that so-and-so stopped inviting me to the cookie swap this year or maybe you're like I wish that the kids would just stop asking for all these this random shit that they see on Nickelodeon. And I want you to just like think about, again, where you are now. What are some of the thoughts that you're having? And then what is everything that you're saying after the statements, I am? I am so freaking overwhelmed. I am so exhausted. I am so frustrated. I am so broke. I am so whatever, overstimulated, right? All of the things that we say after the words, I am, is how we're identifying is who we believe that we are. 
So even though you're like, oh, I just say that I am exhausted or I just say that I am overwhelmed or I'm just saying I'm so broke. I'm just saying that. Like, I don't really mean it. But here's two things I know. Here's two things that I know to be true about our brain. Number one is our brains love to be right. They just like love being the know-it-all, love being right. And our brains will search. It will go to work searching for evidence to prove itself right. So whatever thoughts that you're having about I am or whatever statements that you're coming up with after the words I am, you're, whatever you're leading with, your brain will go to work to prove that that is right. So be very mindful of that. If you're like, I am so overwhelmed, I am so overstimulated, your brain's going to go to work and find evidence that that is true because it loves to be right. And the second thing is our brain's love to make little predictions. They love to use past evidence from previous situations that prove that it's right. They're like great historians, right? So let me give you a real-time example. Let's just like dive into this real-time example. Every time you're using an I, state, I am statement, it truly does matter. So if you're consistently right now saying, oh, I am dreading the holidays or I am so overwhelmed, I am just so overwhelmed, you are literally... You are literally creating the mentality in your head to be centered around overwhelm. And you're giving your brain like a guided blueprint as to it commanding your mind what to create mentally. And it's all going to be built around the center of overwhelm. Your brain's going to go to work and find evidence that you are overwhelmed. And then once your brain is working on finding all of the things that prove that you were overwhelmed, you know what else happens? It's locked and loaded, baby. Your brain's going to offer you just that, overwhelm, more things to do, more people to say yes to, um, more activities to add to your calendar, more things to buy, more obligations that you feel like you have to do. And you're of course, going to feel more overwhelmed and your brain's going to be like, we're crushing this thing. We're doing great, sweetie. But in all, in all reality, like you're losing because you continue to tell yourself you're overwhelmed. So again, your brain goes and searches for reasons that you are actually overwhelmed because it loves to be right. And you're like, how? Why is this happening, Caitlin? Like, oh my gosh, maybe you're right. Yeah, I am. I am right about this. Firstly, I want to tell you this. You are not, you yourself are not overwhelmed. You are not overwhelmed. And again, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that you're, that's like an invalid thought, but you are not that. That is not your identity. You are feeling overwhelmed. There's a huge distinction. There's a huge disconnect that happens in your brain when you say, I'm feeling overwhelmed rather than I am overwhelmed. Just like I talk about anxiety, you're not anxious. I'm not anxious. You're not your anxiety. You're feeling anxious. There's a huge disconnect that happens or there's a huge, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not discernment. There's a difference. <laughs> that We'll just use that word. There's a huge difference that your brain internalizes or interprets when you're saying, I'm feeling. And it's true. You could be feeling a lot of pressure. You could be feeling very overwhelmed. And I'm not saying, please don't get this twist with me being like, girl, you got it together. You're not overwhelmed. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you that your identity is not overwhelmed. And if you continue to call yourself or identify as such by saying, I am overwhelmed, guess what, honey? You're going to continue to feel overwhelmed. Okay. So 
creating or inserting that word, I'm feeling overwhelmed, is absolutely true for you. And it's your experience and your feelings are valid. Your emotions are actually really valuable. There are messages for you. I'm going to give you this example. So let's say if you're creating a new identity, which is something that we're going to be doing in the You Deserve Magic series, what identity would you be creating? Like, who do you believe you are? So for example, if I instead decided that I am like a fearless leader of my family and I am a loving mother to my two brilliant daughters, like I'm raising two brilliant, kind daughters and I'm a passionate, loving, caring wife. If, if those were my identities, which they are, I'm a creative and driven entrepreneur. Those are my identities. That is who I believe that I am. And at the end of the day, if I am feeling overwhelmed, you're sure as shit I am. Like I am feeling overwhelmed, especially if I'm being held true to like what my identities are. If I'm being like a mother to my brilliantly brilliantly kind daughters and a loving and passionate wife to my husband and a driven entrepreneur, to feel overwhelmed at the end of the day, like before I rest my head on my pillow, I'm okay with that. Like that means that I'm like living up my mission and I'm okay with who I am becoming or who I am being in that day. Like I'm absolutely okay with feeling that overwhelmed. And the only reason why we think when we hear other moms say like, oh, I'm just so overwhelmed or the holidays, um, I'm, they're just such a burden or whatever, those identities that are being created around that, we think that it's negative because we're having thoughts about the feelings that we're having and we're choosing them as our identities. So for example, I'm just going to keep using the same example example of overwhelm. When I'm like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm thinking about all of the things that I'm like not doing or not doing well or the boundaries that I'm not upholding. So I'm creating a problem about my feelings. That's what's happening there. The feeling of overwhelmed is neutral. It's not a problem. But my thoughts about my feelings make it a problem. Does that make sense? So my, one of my favorite sayings to say to my clients is nothing is a problem, right? Nothing is a problem. It's only a problem because we think that it's a problem. It's only a problem because we're having some thoughts about feeling that or thinking that. So if I'm having, what are some of the thoughts that would be behind if you're familiar with my, if you're familiar with my method and how I model things out, you know that there's a circumstance. So let's just say in this example, Christmas is December 25th or the holiday season starts December 1st, let's say in this example. That's the circumstance. That's the absolute fact. And then with that circumstance, we all have feelings about that. We all, excuse me, we all have thoughts about that. And our thoughts could be, um, I need to do this right, or I'm the one that creates the holiday magic, or I'm the one that has to do all the Christmas shopping. I'm the one that has to do all the wrapping. I'm the one that has to RSVP to all the parties, or I'm the one that has to cook and clean and prep the house for holiday visitors and holiday activities. I'm the one that takes the kids out to go do pictures with Santa, whatever. Those are all your thoughts. And then underneath that is the line of how you feel, our feelings. And how are you feeling about being the only one to um, do all of the holiday shopping? How are you feeling about being the one that has to like do all the cleaning and the cooking and the holiday RSVPing? Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. That's the feeling. And as a result of feeling overwhelmed, what are your behaviors? What are your actions as a result of feeling overwhelmed? Well, I know for me, <laughs> people-pleasing becomes increasingly high during times when I'm feeling overwhelmed because 
if I'm sitting in my the identity of like I am overwhelmed, I'm guess what I'm doing? I'm probably saying yes to people. I'm probably worried about other people's opinions of me more than I'm worried about my caring for myself. And I know that when overwhelm is high, my people pleasing is also high. And what happens is like I said earlier is when we are identifying as overwhelmed rather than feeling overwhelmed, what we do is our brain just goes to work thinking it's doing exactly what it's been programmed to do, create more overwhelm. However, if you are identifying as I am resourceful, I am somebody who takes care of herself, right? So that's my one of my identities. I am somebody who takes really great care of myself. If I continue to believe that that is true, how would I feel? So let's use you for an example. If you continue to believe or if you started to believe or sink in the belief that you are somebody that really takes great care of themselves, how would you feel? Well, you probably feel accomplished. You probably feel at peace. You probably feel um, content. When you feel at peace, when you feel accomplished, when you feel content, how do you behave? What are your actions or what are your inactions? Well, you probably get your movement in each day. You're probably eating healthy every day. You're thinking about what would feel good in your body. You're probably thinking about what's best for your brain. You're probably going to bed at a reasonable time. You're probably not picking fights. You're probably having like great communication with your partner or your family. Or maybe you're asking for help, right? Your behavior is in line with exactly how you're identifying and how you're feeling. I hope that this makes sense. So if you have the knowledge, sometimes we have like the knowledge of what we should be doing, right? We, we know that we want to feel more calm during the holidays or we know that we want to have our boundaries up. And again, boundaries isn't a bad thing. Boundaries are for us to keep us in. And that is something that we're, covering, we're diving deep into um, on week two of You Deserve Magic. Because I think during this time and beyond, like not just for the holidays, having an understanding what your boundaries are and that the fact that they're not negative. I feel like boundaries got such a bad rap and people are like, boundaries, 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 when like you fully don't understand um, the complexities of what creating a boundary and upholding the boundary. So it's not like there to be created and then like when somebody crosses it, you're mad at them. That's not a boundary. You're the only person that can let a boundary down. People don't cross your boundaries. You let them in. Again, I just want to find a tangent and something absolutely we'll be diving way more deeper into in, in, in an individual level um, within the series. But tangent, got to get back <laughs> Got to get back to what I was saying. I, you tell me like super passionate about this and I forget what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we have like the knowledge of what we should be doing and could be doing and even with the knowledge, we still won't do it for ourselves because the reason why this happens is our identity. And our identity, I feel like I need to do 17 more episodes on identity, but our identity is, again, who we believe that we are, when, especially when nobody is looking. So when you think, let's, let's look, for example, like we all know that at this point in 2023, we know that smoking cigarettes is probably not a healthy choice. Not probably, it's absolutely a million percent not a healthy choice, right? It's even, there's even a warning on the box, there's even a label. And yet people have that knowledge, people have that information, and they'll still choose to smoke cigarettes because their identity is 
I'm a smoker or I'm addicted to cigarettes or this is just what I do. Or maybe they haven't even, the people that are smoking cigarettes haven't even like thought that they could maybe do some work on changing their identity about being a smoker. And again, sometimes it's more than having the knowledge. Like, so you may have an example that like, you don't want to be a person that identifies as being overstimulated or being exhausted or a tired mom or a hot mess mom or however you're identified. Like you know that you don't want to be identifying as that. You have the knowledge. And even after listening to this podcast, you're like, oh, I have the knowledge. I probably shouldn't be saying anything, um, quote unquote, negative after the I am statements. OK, Caitlin, checkmark, got it done. And when you're not really integrating this work and when you're not really conscious of it, and working on it all the time, you're going to slip back into your identities because it's so deeply ingrained in you. And it goes a long way because it's something that's really programmed in our minds. And this is something that I'm, again, really passionate about in the work that I do with women is that our identities, like we're not even aware of some of what our identities are until we actually go to work looking for them. So it's really, really important. And again, one of the things that we'll be covering in the workshop series, but I'm going to end it on that note. I'm going to have you thinking about, daydreaming about, journaling about, really envisioning what it is that you want to create for your holiday season. And this is exactly like step 1A of how new programs and new thoughts are wired in your brain. And once you have this belief instilled in your mind, then your brain goes to work and does its thing. Right. So it's not as simple as being like, okay, brain, like I am a woman at peace and then like expect everything to change for you. It takes continued work and continued awareness that that is who you're trying to that is who you're trying to become. Right. And when you can start to get to the root and rework or start to believe that you are a person that is like overcoming something or belief that you are the person that you say you are, then your mind is like, all right. You got this, where you slowly start to morph into this new person. And that is how change happens. That is how true transformation happens. And yesterday, I'll share this really quickly. I shared on Instagram, I'm running the Boston Marathon in 2024, so in the spring. And I am someone that used to identify as a non-runner, like actually hated running. I've maybe run a 5K in my lifetime and probably struggled, no, definitely struggled to do that. And so the Boston Marathon is something that I've always kind of been like a bucket list. Like, wouldn't it be cool if I did the Boston Marathon? And then like an opportunity was presented and I couldn't say no. Well, I didn't want to say no because I knew that I wanted to do it. And then I was committed and now I'm committed. And for the last six weeks, I've been training. So I just have been doing a simple like adding a mile. So the first week I did a mile, second week, like and so on. And this is my sixth week. And last week I nearly died doing four miles. Like I couldn't hit five miles. And my brain the whole time, every single time for the last five weeks that I've run, I've been like, what are you doing? My mindset has been like, Caitlin, you are not a runner. You can't do that. There's no way you're doing 26 miles. There's just no way. And even though I'm like actively running and, and doing the action of like training for the marathon, quote unquote, it hasn't felt like that. Like I've, my identity has been still locked into, I'm not a runner. We don't do this. We hate this. And so I'm actively trying to just say, even when I'm talking to people, like they're like, oh, have you run the marathon before? And I'm like, nope, never. I'm learning to like running right now. That's what I'm doing. Have you, have you started your training, Caitlin? Yep, I'm just learning to like running. And that's how I've responded. And it's been very intentional on my part not to say, I fucking hate running, even though that was like true for me, you know, five weeks ago. And yesterday I set out to run five miles because I need to get like really cute with my five miles. And 
I ran over five and it wasn't miserable. Like it wasn't bad. And I was like yesterday for the first time in six weeks was the first time that I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I could build on this. I think I can run the marathon. I am a runner. Like I can do this. It's the first time that I started to believe that. And it's been six weeks since working on that. So that's just sort of serve as a motivation for you and your life when you're like, Caitlin, I've tried this. I've tried to go into the holidays with a different mindset. I've tried not to do this. I've tried to hold boundaries and set them. I've tried not to spend all my money. I've tried to say no to things and not go to that party or the cookie swap or whatever. And like I've tried it, but I can't do it. Nothing's worked for me. If that is you listening to this, I want you in my workshop. I want you in the You Deserve Magic workshop series because I think you will get so much value from it. And you, there is a possibility for you to have a completely enjoyable and different holiday season this year. Like 100% fact, what I'm teaching in, the, in these workshops is going to change the game for you. And I'm really, really excited about it. So... I hope to see you in there. Again, the link to join the four-week workshops, they'll be held live. Um, you'll get unlimited coaching throughout the, la- the next four weeks. There's a link to join in the show notes below, or you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm going to put up a post now. And yeah, I hope that I see you in there. And until next week, I hope you continue living confident like a mother.